0: Welcome. This is Marissa from Incandescent, an unconventional meditation podcast. You are listening to the Feel Good Factor with my friend and your host Susmita Veganosaurus. Get ready to feel good. That was my friend Marissa Iman from the Incandescent podcast. I had her here on the show a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that episode, you totally should. There's so much value there. Marissa's beautiful, amazing soul with so much uplifting energy and so much value to provide with her meditations and her general personality. I'm so glad that I got to have her do the intro for me for this episode in her beautiful voice. Hey everyone, it's good to be back after a break. (laughs) So last week there was no episode because I was very very busy creating my course it's called Vegan Immersion Experience, and I had to get it done just before World Vegan Day, November 1st. Actually, November, all of November is World Vegan Month, and I wanted to launch the course just in time for that because it's a course to help people with um, how they can be happy, joyful vegans. And of course, like all my courses, it takes a very holistic approach. So I've shared mindset advice, I've shared spiritual techniques and of course recipes and it's a variety of all the different things I'm interested in, all the different practices that I personally follow that I've been following all these years of being a vegan and on my spiritual path and I brought all of that together into my vegan immersion experience course. So yeah, I just got it launched. And I thought ha, (laughs) I skipped one week of uh, posting here, sharing a podcast episode. And I'm like, Oh, God, I can't skip another week. It's, it's just something that I love doing. And I've been doing it uh, consistently every single week, except for in the middle when I was creating my website, and I took a two week break there. But otherwise, yeah, It's almost going to be a year since the podcast uh, was started at the end of December, like two more months to go. And, you know, it's been it's going to be like a year since the feel good factor began and I'm getting closer and closer to the 50th episode. So I'm very excited about it. And I thought, hey, I can't miss my episode this time. I have to be here, have to connect with all of you. You know, it's funny, I've spoken to all of you about the various practices that I follow, the various things in my life that help me be joyful, that help me prioritize my happiness. And I've never told you all about how being vegan plays such a big role in my happiness and making me feel good in my life. It's, it's been one of the biggest factors. In fact, turning vegan in in its long-winded indirect way has even been one of the original causes for me to even do this podcast today, you know, that set me on this path. So I thought World Vegan Month, uh, what better time than to share with all of you how being vegan makes me so, so, so happy and how it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Back in the middle of uh, 2003, I turned vegan. About a year before that is when I even heard about this crazy concept. And uh, yeah, of course, the first time I heard about it, I was like, what the hell, you know, how can someone stay without having dairy and, you know, milk and ice cream and curds and all these things. And It was uh, the standard uh, reaction which uh, most people have. I had it back then. And of course, it was even unheard of back then. So it was really, really not known. People didn't know what vegan was. And the whole thought of not having animal products and having, you know, living a purely plant-based lifestyle was just unknown. And, you know, it was categorized as, as a very, very weird thing to do back then. And uh, yeah, when I first heard about it, I was like, "Ha, huh, you know, there's no way I'm ever, ever going to do this because I love my cake. I love my ice cream. I love my curds. and <laughs> Well, I, I've always, um, I've grown up as a vegetarian just because my family's been vegetarian. It was just a cultural thing. Nothing, uh, you know, it was not an ethical choice. So I've never had meat and I'd have eggs in hidden form, you know, in, um, if it was in cake and I couldn't smell it. It's okay if I knew it wasn't there, but if I couldn't smell it, then I'd have it. But I never liked egg for, you know, saying things like omelette and scramble and whatnot where I knew it was there. That just never appealed to me. So it was dairy though. Like I was hooked onto dairy. In my teenage years, somebody told me that you drink milk every day, milk every night before bed, and then, you know, you're going to have long, beautiful hair and all that stuff. <laughs> So, so I I just started that practice every night before bed, I'd have a glass of milk and go to sleep. And uh, I I got addicted to it. And I could drink animal milk, just plain with, with no sugar, no flavor, nothing, I could just glug down huge glasses of it. And uh, it's so funny, because now when I think back on that, it really truly disgusts me. I mean, physically, you know, not, not anything else. Like I can't even bear the smell of it anymore. So then what made me go vegan finally was opening myself to the awareness. Initially, I didn't want to know when when people turned vegan around me and, you know, a couple of them and they had gone vegan for animal rights reasons. And they're like, there's a lot of cruelty in the dairy industry. And, you know, it's not very nice. And I was like, la 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 la, don't tell me about it. I do not want to know. You know, <laughs> I was in complete denial. But ultimately, because of uh, persistence and because of constantly seeing this, I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me let me at least find out a little more about this. Is it really true what they're saying? Are they exaggerating? And then I started doing a bit of uh, research into especially the dairy industry and the livestock industry. And, and then I'm like, oh, my God, like this is stuff that I've just been supporting all my life. And I, I couldn't believe you know, in India, it's not even like it's hidden. You see it, but you just don't bother to really look and you don't bother to connect. You know, it's just there. The cows are walking around on the streets and you see the calves being pulled away from the mom and tied up, all these things. It's it's just there for us to see. It's not even like in the West where, you know, it all happens in farms and nobody sees what's happening, right? But yeah, there's, there's uh, this dissonance and you just don't connect to it. I found out there is so much that's also hidden, these terrible practices, which, you know, it had never occurred to me because we are always told here that uh, dairy is pure, dairy is, you know, cow is holy and, you know, she gives us milk and all these stories. We have so much of that in our, in our epics, in our mythology. We've grown up listening to these stories. We've grown up believing in this when I was in school, I remember in one of the very, very junior classes, maybe second or third standard, there was even this whole lesson in Canada about how every single part of the cow is used for something. So they're like, oh, you know, she gives milk and then when she dies, the skin is used for leather and the horns are used for something else and the, you know, hooves are used for gum and blah, blah, blah. And Humans are useless. Look how useful a cow is. That's why she's holy because every part of her is useful and she gives so much to us. And you know, this is a kind of brainwashing that happens and never once did it occur to me or to a lot of us to say that, hey, she isn't giving any of this to us. We're just we're just freaking taking it away. You know, we're just like, okay, I want this part of you, I want this from you, I want that from you so not only we do we abuse her throughout her life taking away her milk separating her calf from her but then when she's dead also we don't leave any part and everything is used and it's kind of unfortunate that we take all this away and then we just pretend that oh the animals are just giving it to us and thank you animal and then you know kind of making her holy and then abusing her this way well yeah it it, uh, it all just you know, dawned on me when I was sitting there and I was like, okay, there's no looking back now. I I don't, you know, I cannot be supporting this anymore. It doesn't make any sense. And so I decided to go vegan. And yeah, I went vegan for the animals, but I'm not an animal lover as such in the sense of I've never been one throughout my life, you know, if you see a dog on the street or a cat or or any other animal, like, oh, you know, go pet the animal and uh, hug them and those kind of things. I, I've never been one to do that. I would say, in fact, that it's after going vegan that I've had a, I felt like I've had a better connection to animals than I've had in my non-vegan days. And the reason I'm sharing this is it goes to show that you don't really have to love them. You don't even have to care about them. But don't take their rights away. Don't contribute to their suffering. That we don't have to do. You know, that's the whole thing here. So I went vegan for these ethical reasons. And then my life just changed like, oh my god. And I'll be honest with all of you, I may have gone vegan for animal rights, but I stayed vegan for purely selfish reasons because it just made my life so damn beautiful. <laughs> everything I am today, everything connects back to that one decision when I went vegan. It just connects to, to that one moment. And as a person on the spiritual path, There was something when I I, I remember that there was this feeling inside, like like this expansion that I was feeling from within, like this shift. And I couldn't describe it back then. But now when I look back on it, that feeling that I had when I decided to do this, I think it was like the whole universe around me, like my whole life, my whole future just, just shifting. And going towards a new and positive and beautiful path. And I could feel it. I could feel inside these possibilities that it held, but I just didn't know it at all at that time. And now years down the line, I'm like, oh my God, every day, every single day, I am so, so grateful that this whole lifestyle, this whole concept of being vegan came into my path and I saw it and I'm so grateful that I actually decided to get on to this whole journey and explore it because it's wonderful. It's wonderful, you people. I just have to say this. My energy levels just started going up and I realize now that yes, you know, there are health benefits to going plant-based. So physical health benefits, yes, look that up. But more so, I had so many spiritual benefits because I felt that there was this negative energy that I was putting into my body. This dairy which, which came from so much pain, which came from so much suffering and I was just taking that and putting it into my body and then when i decided to just stop doing that it shifted things it just uplifted my vibrations and i could feel it and people ask me where does this energy come from and yeah throughout my life i have been an enthusiastic uh, you know joyful person that's that is me yes that is an innate character but It just went up to a whole new, different, next level after I turned vegan. I could just see it with every year I've seen the shift just getting better and better. And it's just so, so beautiful. You know, I'm like, I'm doing this podcast. I'm telling everybody about how to be joyful, how to be happy and to follow all these uplifting practices and these uplifting paths. And I've never told you all about, oh, my God, you know, go vegan, people. Just try it because that's just, I mean, that's one of the best things you can do. It opened up my world. I, you know, when I turned vegan, I was able to discover this whole new world of of food yes you know of varieties it it was no way about giving up you know this whole thought that misconception that I had that I had to give up things it was it was so wrong to think that I was so wrong to think that so it was you know nothing to do with giving up in fact it had to do with getting so much more you know an abundance of variety and an exposure to all these New ingredients, new dishes, new cuisines, and new ways of using old ingredients, and it just blew my mind. And that's what got me cooking, baking. I always talk to you all about my restaurant, you know, I'm often telling you stories about it. And the whole reason I run a restaurant, the whole reason I'm a chef, is only because I'm vegan. I would never have been doing this if I weren't vegan because being plant based finding all this food and creating all this delicious food and, you know, experimenting and bringing out these beautiful recipes. That just triggered my passion to do more and more of it and bring it out into the world. And that is what finally led me to run my restaurant, right? So, it's such a big part of my life. And not just food, even in terms of opening my mind, having animal products while growing up, just accepting it because, yeah, culturally everyone's having dairy here, so we're like, okay, I'm having dairy too. That kind of a, a conditioning that's there, that's how we've grown up. But when I started questioning that norm, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a norm that's been built by people, and when I started questioning that, like, hey, you know, all my life I've been told that dairy is good for you, milk is good for you, and it is pure and it's good and it's beautiful energy and whatnot. And then I realized that it is none of any of these things. It's neither good for your health nor good for your spirit. Then I'm like, oh, you know, what else is there in life that I have just quietly, willingly accepted without even questioning? And that made me question so many things. And I'd say today that it's because I'm vegan that I am a feminist. It's because I'm vegan that I can speak, I can interview, I can talk about new and different concepts like polyamory on this podcast. It's because I'm vegan that I talk to women about breaking norms, about being themselves without caring about what others think, just taking back their power. And all of this comes from that decision of me going vegan, because this is what made me question things. And it's been so many years and still I know that there is more, (laughs) there is more potential, there's more beauty and there's more opportunity for me to grow spiritually on this path and it's never leaving me I mean it's it's this is it this is who I am I am vegan and I am so happy and grateful and joyful because of that thing that I am that veganism that I embraced you know, this is why I even created my course, The Vegan Immersion Experience, because I wanted to bring this to the world. I wanted to help all of you get onto this path. And it can be confusing out there. You can go online and there are a million reasons, you know. it's it's Today, it's mainstream. Everybody, almost everybody knows what vegan is, at least what it is, if not the details. And and then you just look up online and there's so much. You, you, you find so many reasons. There are fantastic speeches and documentaries and articles and everything talking about why you should be vegan and giving you all these reasons. And yes, you know, there are also recipe blogs. There are also separately people giving advice and things like that. But... I believe that it's nice to have one place where how to be vegan is taught to you step by step through baby steps, like little bits of a, at a time, how to be vegan, what kind of basic foundation recipes you need to know which will help you make other beautiful things. How do you talk to people when they are you know not being very welcoming of you and your choice to? not have animal products? And what do you do when you go out into the world to a picnic or a function or a wedding or to somebody else's house? And how do you really build this confidence within yourself and believe in what it is you're doing and be steady on this path so that automatically you will attract supportive people and you will build this beautiful support system around you? As a spiritual person, I believe that yes, this is also a part of life where I need to bring all my spiritual practices. My simple, fun, joyful spiritual practices, I wanted to bring that into this whole path of being vegan because some of the things that I teach in my course I have learned the hard way, and some of the other things have been easier because of certain of the spiritually aligned techniques that i have used or, you know that i have applied and i'm still learning i mean there's always something to learn right there's always uh, something for us to keep on learning keep on growing yes there's potential there's opportunity for growth that's always there but i can say with authority that i have already learned so much and you know i have all this beautiful information inside of me these experiences inside of me and I really wanted to share that out into the world and put it into a form of a course so that, you know, there is accountability and step by step, you're able to watch these videos, you know, these little lessons and put whatever I teach you into practice a little at a time and gently immerse yourself into this whole lifestyle of being vegan. I'm I'm just so happy I was able to create this course. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of work. But I am very, very proud of what it's turned out to be. And most of the stuff is what I have shared. But I have got a few guests here and there who have shared their experiences too, so that you can Find value in what others have to teach, so that you can, you know, get another voice too in this whole thing. This course is not just about a course; it's about a community because every video has a place for you to leave comments, ways for you to, you know, for all the people who are doing the course to support each other, and just just this beautiful support system. And I'm I'm really really happy that I got this done. I'm going to share the link to the course, to the page with all the details about the course. There's a video there introducing the course, you know, giving a lot more details about it. You can watch it. And if you have ever been curious or if if listening to me now has made you curious on, uh, hey, how does one go vegan? Or or if it's something that you've tried, you know, you've tried transitioning to a vegan and you're still trying or you gave up at some point or whatever, you know, so uh, this course is going to help you, help you do this, help, you know, help you go on this path, support you, guide you through this whole process so that you can go vegan and stay vegan, you know, and um, I hope that following this, this whole path, this whole journey into veganism, into a plant-based lifestyle is going to Bring you as much joyful energy, uplifting energy as it has brought me. Because, oh my God, you know, (laughs) like I said, best decision ever. So, yeah, check the notes. I have shared the link to the course and uh, come and check it out. I'll see you there. Catch you again next week or in a couple of weeks time because... Yes, I'm going to give my full focus to the course right now. Uh, So I might, I might skip another week. I don't know. Let me, let me figure it out. (laughs) If you don't hear from me next week, you're definitely going to hear from me the week after. So yeah, see you all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Feel Good Factor. I'm Susmita Veganosaurus. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again very soon. Bye.